Hello, listeners. We have another exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast ready for you. Uh, we hope you're enjoying the show. As always, we're having a lot of fun making it. It's a true project of passion for us, and we're really happy that everybody's listening. As usual, we want to give a huge thank you to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate for letting us use the wonderful music. Give them a listen over at www.midnightsyndicate.com. And another huge thank you to Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful sound effects. Give them a listen over at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. Uh, that's all for me. Let's dive right into this episode. Well, we did it, guys. We finally got rid of Gary. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Gary. No, see, we tried to get rid of him, but we failed. Oh. See, they, they poisoned me with disease, and so I'm I'm back. I'm just barely clutching on to life. <laughs> uh-huh. See, I was hoping it would take, but apparently fought it off. Yeah. Uh, all he, you did, you turned me into a lich. That's all that happened. Oh, jeez. It's only temporary. He passed his uh, fortitude save, just barely. Just barely. Nerd jokes. <laughs> so, I'm glad you're here, Gary. I'm sorry you're almost dead. Yeah. 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 I, I've had worse. Well, well, Gary, you are very, very important to the show, and we couldn't possibly do this episode without you, because we need to roll hit die. Oh, is that all I'm good for? (laughs) Yep, pretty much. Rolling hit die and killing characters? Yep. Yeah, so we we leveled up everything last week except for rolling hit die, which we traditionally do with the GM. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, so who are we starting with first? I'll go first. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say me first, but uh, fine. It's fine. We'll go to all first. No, no, no. It's fine. You go. All right. We'll go first for me. <laughs> all right. Ladies first. Richard. <laughs> Roderick said die as a D8. All right. Eight. Three. Yes. Did, didn't, you, didn't you roll a one before? Yes. I was resetting my dice and I rolled a one and I was like, all right, I'm considering that reset. I'm not going to touch it again until we roll hit die. And that was the correct decision. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> all right. Who's next? Me. Okay. That's a D8. Eight. Eight. That's what I'm holding anyway, so. Eight. (laughs) Ah, seven. So, either way, it's good. All right, I'll take that eight. Very good. Crazy eights. Anybody else on a D8? No, I'm on a D10. D10. You first. Nine. Like that. Eight. I'll take the nine. Mm -hmm. We rolled so high this time. Yeah, Gary was a lot nicer this time. He did not want us to take hit points that last time. (laughs) I remember a lot of ones and twos. Yeah. So, So, are we rolling for Dwarfy? Sure. What was his? His is a D8 as well. A D8. 49 hit points. Well, he only gets two from me. Oh, man. He gets five from me. Well, there you go. Well, Elizabeth, Roderick is 41, so he's not very far behind you. Yeah, I'm at 49. All right, and with that, we can consider the level up complete. Yes. Yay. All right, Gary, you can leave now. Okay. (laughs) It was nice nice to be here this week. (laughs) Honestly, that's probably about all the energy Gary has left for this. (laughs) He's rolled four times. Oh, oh no, he's starting to cough. (laughs) Do you need a potion of cure light? Uh, No, I need a potion of remove disease. Well, we got whiskey. That's close enough. (laughs) (laughs) So what's everyone's uh, HP at now? Well, Elizabeth and I already mentioned, but uh, Roderick is 41. I'm at 49. I'm at 39. Dwarfy's at 36. These are all really good numbers for fourth yes. level characters. Yes. These numbers would have been great in Harrowstone. Yes, they would have. Well, every single one of us took toughness, so that's a that's one indicator right there. Did I take toughness? Well, actually, Vivian didn't. You just have rolled really well <laughs> each level. <laughs> Vivian's just fabulous. I was like, I don't think I took toughness. So, uh... 
What are we doing? Yeah, Carrie, you've been yeah, gone. What so are we doing? We didn't really know what we were up to. Well, uh, you've made it back to Ravengrow. Uh, you've cleansed Harrowstone. You're kind of being revered as heroes within within the town. Finally. Finally. Good. They're like, oh, I guess these people are all right now. <laughs> So what have each of you been doing for the... I'd say it's probably been a good two weeks or so since the events at, at Harrowstone. So what have you guys been doing for the past two weeks? Well, Dorfy has decided to set up shop. He's going to open up a little forge business. He's going to be uh, the town blacksmith. Mm. Yeah. What's uh, he going to call the blacksmith? Uh, I think he's going to go with... The Spiffy Smithy. I like it. I like it. There were a couple of other contenders. Um, one other contender was Forge Worth, to go with our Texas theme. <laughs> and the other one we came up with was... Was Will Will Smith Smith, or Will Will Smith Smith. Either way you want to pronounce it. How much Smith could a Will Smith Smith if a Will Smith could Smith Will? And that wouldn't really make sense here, because I don't think they know Will Smith. No. Everyone knows Will Smith. That's true. Uh, you, you just start singing Fresh Prince and they'll oh, know yeah, it. No, that's a folk song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was a single unifying force greater than Fresh Prince. Everybody loved that show. Or just the theme song, even if they never saw the show. Yeah, just even the theme song. Just, that's all you needed. And immediately you connect with everyone from the 90s. <laughs> So, that's awesome. Has he decided where in town he's setting it up? Well, he's going to set it right next to the inn, just because <laughs> it's close to the pub. So. That seems like such a fire hazard. Well, there's not in And God the knows we they don't have a fire department in it's this like, town, <laughs> as I recall. Yeah, they haven't fixed any of their previous issues. Their previous he puts the furnace back to back with where all the kegs are kept. Yeah, yeah no, he knows, he knows where to get a furnace, too. He's, <laughs> he took the, the scary one from the prison. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just one brick at a time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking wow. of such things. We brought quite a quite a lot of loot back from, uh, from, the, from the prison, including the Iron Maiden. That is correct. The band? The band and the object. Iron Maiden came to celebrate with us. Yeah. The, the band was in the object. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, this is the one thing that I've been able to convince uh, Edna, Texan Edna. Oh. I thought you meant Gary. <laughs> Warren, and Warren, and Warren and Elaine. Warren and Elaine. I've been able to convince Warren and Elaine. Actually, to convince well, Elaine because Warren's dead. Yeah. Um, uh, to take the um, the Iron Maiden, and she actually gave us a very good price. Yes. Uh, normally, the just regular old Iron Maidens go for five hundred, and that's really all this is now since the haunting is uh, relieved on it. But she went ahead because it had sentimental haunting <laughs> value and gave us a thousand dollars, thousand gold pieces. That's yep. awesome. Thank you, so, benevolent GM slash Edna. Yes. I try sometimes. <laughs> There's there were other things that uh, they just didn't want to that uh, Elaine just didn't want to buy. Uh, Soriana is going to be putting some of these objects up in the outward inn. I like think. like TJ Fridays, like yeah, you know, having the trash can on the wall, having yeah. the brands, and the maybe brands, the some of the manacles, the up manacles, there. the the. What were the other? The, the straight jacket. jacket. Side mm. note real quick. You said Elaine. Like, we just corrected the names, and I said Edna yes. out loud. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I'm getting caught up. <laughs> I'm with the conversation now. Yes. Edna, Elaine. Maybe if someone person. gets too drunk, they wrap someone in the straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it could be very useful in the outward end. Anyway. Or, like, when frat parties come in, yeah. the like, that's the, the hazing. Yeah. It's like... Can you get can you get out of it like yeah. uh, 
Houdini. Their, their equivalent of Harry Houdini. Do we they? also had quite a few other things. Uh, you have that list, Broderick, that you can go over the other things we sold. Yeah, so in addition to the Iron Maiden, we had those other items from the vault, which we sold behind Vivian's back. <laughs> Did you give her some of the gold, though? We did. We just didn't tell her where it came from. Perfect. They inflated the price of the Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah, so um, we sold the bronze war medallion, the unframed Talden painting, the silver hair clips, the masterwork punching dagger, the masterwork shurikens, and the masterwork silver war razor. And with all the gold from that, in addition to the gold from the Iron Maiden, everyone gets an additional 397 gold and seven, well, one silver, 17 copper. Very nice. So that's a sizable sum. Mm-hmm. Why are you rolling dice, Gary? No reason. Stop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's back. He's gone one one time and finds new ways to terrorize us. So, oh, wait, it's the same way. <laughs> <laughs> so over the last two weeks, um, I've been practicing with my new bow because I have plenty of arrows. Oh, I thought you got a boyfriend. <laughs> Working on that. She this doesn't is, need to practice. A, a, yeah, I don't need to practice for that. I'm, I'm well-versed. But this is my new, my new composite bow, which I'm learning how to use. It, the draw is a little tougher than your old bow. Yes, but the damage is higher, so. I just had an image of, like, of, of Zenobia making the bard run around in the circle square, and she's, like, <laughs> aiming at him. Like, you know, he's got, like, a target on his ding, head. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. <laughs> Dance. He's just like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a new shield boss on my shield. Tells you what to do. Yeah. Did you file those papers? Uh, it actually has a little place to hold a, uh, a sunrod. So I can have light. I can carry light with me. And Roderick made that for you, right? Yes. Yeah, so we can lead right into what Roderick has been up to. So the first thing he's been doing is he's been working very closely with Dwarfy. Since Roderick is also a devout follower of Torog, I put a point in craft weapons and craft armor. And in addition to assembling Zenobia's shield boss for her, he's been working on silvering his warhammer as well. Silvering? What does that do? Yeah. So silvering, it's so making a weapon into an alchemical silver weapon is apparently a process that's applied to a normal weapon. So he's taking the warhammer he already has and is silvering it. So I have the cost and it's going to take him. Th- I rolled the first roll and rolled a 13. So I'm just going to take a 10 on the next two and he'll get it done in three weeks. What, what does it do? What's the advantage of silvering your warhammer? It just bypasses the damage reduction of enemies that are vulnerable to silver. Like vampires and werewolves? Like werewolves for certain. Vampires too. Well, it depends on the vampire. It depends on the lore, I guess. Question. Does silvering an existing weapon take away uh, damage from it, like the way it does with the dagger? No, I think we discussed this before a little bit, but yes, there is a damage penalty for silvering a bladed weapon, but bludgeoning weapons do not suffer that penalty. Oh, Oh, cool. No, I can't, yeah, I can't remember if we talked about that. We talked about my uh, mithril, how mithril does the same thing as silver, but it doesn't have the penalty. Yes, when we that we talked about that with the uh, the mithril plus one the plus mm-hmm. one mithril dagger, mm-hmm. and I so, have a I have a potion to silver sheen to silver sheen. Yes, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a tempor that temporarily does the same thing that Roderick is currently doing Got permanently. It. Does it uh, give a uh, is there a penalty f- if she does it on a bladed weapon? I don't think so because the weapon is still steel. Okay, it's almost like putting an oil on it or something. Something like that. Yeah. Cool. Do you did you guys ever watch Mr. Rogers? Yes. Yes. Do you remember when they made the crayons? 
No. No. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, I don't remember anything about Mr. Rogers except him coming home and changing his shoes and putting on his sweater. I remember the train and the king puppet. I remember the train and some of the puppets, and that's it. I remember nothing else about the show. He used to have this painting, and he'd put, like, a videotape into it, and it'd show, like, them making stuff. There's this one where they made crayons it was so fascinating you could see the wax dripping through and that's what i imagine with this the silvering of weapons is it's just like a cascade of silver and you just dip it in mm-hmm. you know like a chocolate oh, fountain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's I probably something like that yeah, yeah. It's probably like not making lipsticks yeah. yes or lipsticks or something like that yeah well and here's a fun difference of imagination because to me i was i was imagining like a bowl of melted silver and like the boiling but because it's alchemical there's this weird oily sheen on it and like that's why it takes so long to do it because it doesn't stick right away it doesn't want to stick You've gotta add some magic in there somewhere or just talent so roderick has- <laughs> <laughs> there's that yeah so Roderick has a plus seven to his craft weapons and armor skill, which is just enough because it is DC 17 to silver a weapon. So. Oh, so bare minimum talent. Yes, bare minimum <laughs> talent to take 10 and do it without failing. Yeah, and Dwarfy has a plus six to it. So so it's like... Roderick's smarter. It's the crafting... It truly is. Oh my gosh. So it's like the crafting equivalent of like you're really good at frying fries at McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> I'll keep putting points in it. You Don't you worry. <laughs> Anyway, so he's making that silver warhammer. He put on the shield boss for Zenobia. And so that's what he's... He's been spending a lot of time at the forge. He's also been trying to work out the really complicated love triangle that he's in right now between himself, Kendra, and the longsword. (laughs) Well, I thought we already determined that Roderick obviously likes Vivian more because he was willing to injure his sword for Vivian. Well, that was self-preservation because she was the healer. (laughs) You know, I... I don't think it's really a love triangle between you and uh, uh, Kendra and, and, and Vivian. Um, this sounds more like a love triangle between you, this fake version, Kendra, and your real life wife. <laughs> she hates Kendra. Why do you hate her so much? I mean, I like the sword. Well, <laughs> I guess I would too if it, it was trying to steal my husband. Did you hear about that pommel? Like, Kendra doesn't have a pommel. <laughs> oh, the fishtail? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just don't see what Roderick sees in her. Well, I don't even remember Not, what she looks like. So then, tell ex- you. Exactly, that's what I don't see. We literally can't see her. I don't remember what she looks like. She's not real. But she's not as beautiful as Vivian. Nobody is as beautiful as Thank you. That's the way it should be. See, Roderick, that's what people should be saying. It's funny because she doesn't even like me, but she gets really mad about the fake uh, love interest. <laughs> it's just because the it's only because the fake love interest is played by me. <laughs> Wait, are you saying I don't like you? Your wife, Noel, your wife doesn't like you? Yeah, that that, that is what I was saying. <laughs> it's true. Well, I mean, listeners of the podcast can probably agree with that. Oh, no, just kidding. Just kidding. We're only nice to each other when no one else is yeah, around. They're only nice off mic. Mm-hmm. When no one else is around. It's funnier to be mean on mic. Anyway. <laughs> So, Roderick has also been up to a third thing. So God, so fucking busy. I mean, he likes to be active. <laughs> so, Zenobia took that trap finding Slayer talent. Yep. And part of that comes with being able to disarm magical traps. So, as a part of that, Roderick has been spending a lot of time with Zenobia and showing her some of the ins and outs of magical glyphs and how these sorts of things work. So, even though she doesn't have any magic ability herself, she can see it and she can identify what she's looking at. Even if she doesn't know how to do it herself, she can disarm it. Very cool. I And I've been learning to use all of my thieves' tools. 
I have a feeling this is absolutely going to come in handy. Oh, driving Soriana crazy. The so map unlocking everything. <laughs> you, we got masterwork thieves tools, right? Yeah. That's yes. something. Okay. I, have I didn't dream it. Yeah. Nope. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, I didn't mean to go communist on you. <laughs> you have them, comrade. <laughs> so, I imagine that um, this is something Zenobia's been probably working on for the first 3 levels, but now it's finally clicked. <laughs> Literally when she unlocked it. Yeah, she's been, yeah, she's been practicing with the with the lockpicks, and it finally yep. clicked. <laughs> Does anyone want to know what uh, Vivian's been doing? Absolutely, sure. Roger doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we still have a dead body of Thurskill. That's true, but it's in gentle repose, so it's yes, fine. yes. But we got time. Vivian, now that things have calmed down, there's no one dead to immediately kill. Things like that. She really wants to make sure to give Thurskill a proper send off. They're waiting to hear from the family to actually do something with the body, and she doesn't want to do last rites or like an inappropriate death funeral, ritual. Yeah, death ritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, did somebody send word to them? Yes. So that's definitely something Vivian did. She sent an ether mail. Okay. <laughs> um, so so Vivian sends word to the family, but in the meanwhile, she has no idea how long that's going to take for people to get back from it. Might have gone in the junk folder. She doesn't know. And because everyone's now treating us with respect, she wants to give Thurskell a proper send off, and she wants to hold a wake where people can come in and honor this fallen warrior that sacrificed his life to save this town. So she's she's you know t- working with Father Grimborough to set up like you know get extra flowers in the temple, and she's working with Sariana to set up a really great party afterwards, like on the square. Um, lots of alcohol because Thurskill would want that. Lots of beautiful women and beautiful men walking around because <laughs> Thurskill would like that. Do you too. find a lot of those in Ravengrove? She does everyone's makeup, <laughs> delusions. <laughs> <laughs> But she just wants to make sure that it's it's that's what she's been doing is coordinating and party planning basically for Thurskill. It's very important to her. It is. Well, yes, it's important. It and it's a, it's a way to bring beauty out of sorrow, which is one of the Shaylin's big things is beauty, like making the world a better place. So um, this is how she wants. This is how she wants to express that. And um, yeah, I don't know. And obviously, she's dragging the the four uh or the obviously she's dragging the other three into different parts of this she's like you know making roderick sit down sit down at one point and like tying ribbons around party favors (laughs) and stuff i think dorothy would be happy to help absolutely a that he's hanging out with his bestest friends in the whole wide world and b i mean yeah he's just happy to be a part of something and i was thinking obviously you know i'm still i'm still considering you to be playing dorothy at this point philip that uh at, at this wake is when they could share that bottle of ale they haven't had a chance to yeah the the ale that he was supposed to share with their skill yeah they haven't had a chance to crack that open yet so i think you should take zenobia shopping and she should get a dress for this <gasps> oh fabulous yes we absolutely do that vivian's close to do my hair does, does Zenobia offer that? Or does Vivian oh, yeah, no, but Zenobia offers it. Oh, Vivian is close to tears. They have a girls' day, the day of, the, like, the morning of the wake. They go and get their hair done. They're in matching um, those those folk gowns I was telling yes. you about. They're in matching, yeah. and they're, like, inverted colors. So, you know, uh, yours is, like, black Complimentary, and red. Yours yeah. is black, and black with red accents. Vivian's is red with black accents. I like it, yes. <laughs> 
It's so great. And she's, you know, she's making sure Dwarfy's all nice and clean as well. So day of the week, she's prepping everyone. Well, Roderick and Dwarfy have both been working in the forge together a lot, so Mm -hmm. they're both very dirty. I would love it. Well, I mean... The day of the wake, Vivian's making sure you both get a bath. Yeah, we're we're not actually going to roleplay the whole thing. No. in, In my mind, I see that she gave you guys a bath. They went shopping. And y'all went back to the forge. <laughs> <laughs> right back to work. Uh-huh. Oh, oh dear. Okay. Oh, it'll just have to do. Okay. And but and, she- and Roderick is wearing his masterwork studded leather that he got from the prison. Well, this <laughs> this is very nice. This is very very well constructed. <sighs> Roderick. And then she's looking around for Kendra, and she's like, "Will, will you do something about this? <laughs> what am I supposed to do?" Oh. Roderick, the sword wants you to look nicer. <laughs> I'm wearing a cloak. Uh, Vivian goes and fluffs flowers. <laughs> I want her to go into full mommy mode and pull out a handkerchief and spit in it <laughs> and wipe the the smut from his face. She'll do that to Dwarfy, but she's so mad at Roderick. She's just she thinks he's being disrespectful. Roderick thinks that Thurskill would appreciate him wearing his armor. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. What would Thurskill? I know he's dead. Exactly. So, Let's ask him. So Speak obvious, with dead. <laughs> also, in between planning the wake, Vivian, and I assume Zenobia helped yes. me with this as well, organized getting all the bodies buried, all the remains at Harrowstone buried somewhere on the grounds. We didn't leave any, any skeletal remains. Anything that we could find was buried. Mm-hmm. No skulls left in ovens or no. anything weird like that? Correct. Everything was cleaned up. Um, Correct. We didn't do it ourselves. We made the priest do it. The other priest. But we showed everybody where we had found different... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing Vivian's been doing is she's been working with the bard to transcribe the dirge that Zenobia wrote, Thurskel's Lament, and she's been teaching it to a couple of people around town to sing on the day of the wake. Yeah, nice. So on the day of the wake, we're all in the temple. I imagine a crowd from Ravengrow is all there, and... There's another performance of the lament, and it sounds even more spectacular now. Well, it's choral this time. Exactly. Exactly. Fuller voices. Very haunting. And Vivian will do one final stepping up to the where Thurskell is laid out, and knowing a little bit and a very minimal about Thurskell's deity, she had she'd gone and found some some flowers that kind of resemble fires and sort of feathery looking to to match his wings and she lays those at Thurskell's feet. And Roderick is here at the wake, obviously, and He looks filthy. <laughs> he's a little dirty, but you can see a, a tear roll from his eye every once in a while. He's been keeping very busy and not thinking about it, but that's just sort of his way of not getting lost in the emotion. He's just keeping himself busy so he doesn't have to think about it. But now he's here, and he's not allowed to be busy anymore, so now he actually has to take in that his good friend gave Best his- friend. <laughs> His good, fr- his best friend is the <laughs> alarm stone. We talked about that. <laughs> so this is another triangle: <laughs> a corpse, a stone, and, and Roderick. Roderick has object. Yeah, issues. Roderick yes. likes a lot of an end. Well, I have objects. another. How did Roderick get so popular? He didn't. I mean, Thurska <laughs> would say that everybody in the party is his best friend because he thinks he's the best. <laughs> So anyway, you were saying something poetic, Roderick. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. 
No, Roderick's been, like I said, Roderick's been very busy. He's been working with Zenobi in the traps. He's been working on the forge. He's been keeping himself busy so he doesn't have to think about the loss of his good friend. And um, now he he doesn't have any other thing to occupy himself, so he actually has to deal with the emotions. So he's he'll tear up every once in a while, especially to the the song and the occasional really touching thing that was said about their skill. Mm-hmm. So, so where where is this taking place at? In the sanctuary. Oh, so you're, you're in, in the church. Yes, yeah. and Thurskel's laid out at the front. And I imagine Vivian's basically started a a line of people coming up to lay offerings at his feet. Mm. You know, little trinkets, lots of flowers and bells. He would have loved the attention. Exactly, and that's mm-hmm. why she did this. She mm. knew that he would appreciate the honor of it all, I thought. So can you describe what he looks like on the uh, dais? Yes, he is laid out. Um, I don't know how to, you know, he's, he's perpendicular. He's not like his feet are near the door. <laughs> his, his head's on the, if you were coming in from the church, his head's on the left, feet are on the right. And he, he's got warrior braids in his hair. Vivian has redone his war paint um, and she's used a lot of cover up. So any of, any of his, the blemishes from the necrotic energy, from the necrotic energy, you can't see them now. He looks just as beautiful as the day before he died. And he's got his, it's proper warrior pose. So he's got his hammer laid out and on his chest with his arms, with his hands around the grip. And, uh, Vivian, as she was doing his her face makeup, she didn't have to do too much accent on this, but she made sure that he has a very fierce expression. Well, not expression, it's not like she painted eyes on him. But, <laughs> but you, you know, there's a furrow in the brow of, like, he, he looks like he's still kicking ass and taking names okay. in the afterlife. Well, I guess while all this is going on, all of a sudden, you see the hammer lift off of his chest and out of his hands. Roger draws his sword. And you just, it's, it, it's hovering there for just a second oh my and then it darts back to the back of the sanctuary and it ends up in the hand of this dark dark woman she is dressed not unlike a witch she's got what it looks like a a horned i think maleficent she's got um a horned helm dark spikes all all down her arms and a uh bat-like cape Ooh. Where it clasps in the front, it looks like bat wings on her mm. on back. And seeing this figure enter, Roderick says, Who are you, and why have you come to disturb this solemn moment? Uh, and she looks at the hammer and she goes, I'm looking for the idiot who owns this hammer. How dare you speak of my friend that way. Thurskill save- gave his life to save this town. I'm sorry, what? You are interrupting the wake of Thurskill Shadow, the brave warrior who gave his life to save the town of Ravengrow and purify the prison of Harrowstone. When you say that... Her face falls. Um, she is disturbed by the news, um, and you just see her reach for the helm of the uh, her, her horned helm, pull it down, and as she pulls it down, the disguise that she had fades away. Hmm. And you see a bearded gentleman. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you see a bearded gentleman fall to his knees and start to cry. Oh, oh dear. Vivian immediately rushes up to him. She's uh, like, oh, are you, are you all right? The two gentlemen that are with him stand between you oh 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 is he is he okay so so roderick at the uh at that transition roderick says i see that you're full of tricks and illusions but you have not yet explained yourself why are you here i'm i'm here to take my brother back your brother my brother thurskel he is a fugitive from our tribe and i was charged to bring him back to face trial and roderick sort of looking him over seeing the familiar resemblance to thurskel she's his longsword 
and says, You know, now that I'm, now that you mention it, I do remember him saying something of the sort, vaguely. That he had a brother, or that he was in trouble? Trouble with his family. Oh, he was in big trouble with us. He... He stole this hammer. This is an ancestral weapon that, that belongs to the, the king of our tribe. I just wanted it back, but I'd trade it for my brother right now. Well, if it's any consolation, your brother died as a brave warrior and a righteous warrior, doing good to save this town. There could not have been a better death for him. Who did it? His name was Heen Faramin. He Where was... is he? Is he here? Oh, he's dead. He has actually had been dead for 50 years. He he's, was wait. a ghost haunting the prison. A ghost? Yes. The prison? What are you... What is go... Do you oh, know where you are? I know that I'm in Ustalov, uh, a small town. I don't know the name of it. Raven something. Oh, dear. We, we, we have a, a, a lot to speak of. Um, would you like to come see your brother? Yes. And... But alone. Okay. Well? Uh, with that, Father Grimborough will speak up. Um, perhaps it is best for him to say his goodbyes to his brother alone. Maybe we can all step out into... Drinks at the bar. Yes, the bar. yes, yes. Well, Vivian's like, okay, well, this this changes the plans, but that's that's fine. Every Everyone, 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 the party's starting early. Okay, let's all go outside. Sariana's already set up some booths out there. Rabbit for everyone. No gravy. <laughs> Not on this sa- solemn day. So. <laughs> he did hate gravy. <laughs> uh, he didn't like wet meat. <laughs> uh, there's a joke in there somewhere. Who does? <laughs> it's actually, I got that quirk from my brother, who does not like like gravy on his meat. He doesn't like wet meat. <laughs> that's what he that's said. Weird. I mean, that's what he said when we were kids. I don't know if he still doesn't like my, gravy. Real, real sidebar, my best friend, um, her mom made like a stew for her, for her one time. Or her daughter, or not her daughter, gosh, her sister, her younger sister, um, her mom put a bowl of stew in front of her and her, her sister looked at her and goes, I don't eat slop. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, so everyone, Vivian hurriedly pushes everyone outside. I don't think it takes too much encouraging. <laughs> Probably not. Father Grimborough will say to this new gentleman, uh, if it's okay with you, um, I will stay here by the door as you go up and say your goodbyes. Uh, I don't want to leave someone unknown to the town and the temple alone. I guess it's okay. Roderick uh, gives a stern nod to this new individual as he leaves. Um, he's actually going to whisper to one of one of the men that are, is with him to go get Vivian. Okay. Okay. So they find her outside and she she comes back in looking a little confused, but... She was very busy coordinating. Yes. Well, well she's, she's just concerned. She doesn't want to upset anyone but she is kind of great but she is grateful to be brought in but she's also wary <laughs> did you do all this yes it's very lovely oh thank you he would have hated it i, I don't i i don't know because he i think he would have liked all the attention he's receiving oh no he would have loved that yes. he just it it's uh, i don't know it's like i didn't even know him anymore but he always hated the frou-frou stuff yes i can understand that but I think he would have tolerated it because I did it. Anyway, he's Who, dead. You're not there. <laughs> what I wasn't sure what to do, honestly. This is this is beautiful. It's it really speaks highly of him that all this was done for him, and he's how long has he been here? Just just a couple weeks. Really? Yes. And the town came out in just a couple weeks. Well, we did have to destroy every single evil creature in an entirely haunted prison. That sounds like my brother. 
But I just... Uh, my name is Renly. What is your name? My name is Vivian. Vivian Heatherton. It's a beautiful name. Thank you, I think so. Yes. Um, so what were you going to do with my brother? Well, I hadn't really gotten that far. I, I had sent word to your family. Do you know where they are? No, no, I just sent an ether mail. Ether mail? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Well, Thur- Thurskull had given us... Thurskull had, had talked about the area where his family tribe was known to be, so we had sent messengers out that way. Okay. I mean, we're really from all over, so... Thurskull would say that all the I time. I do say that all the time. <laughs> And then they start crying. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay, so um, what what, I, what I'm getting at is that w- I think that we will take my brother at the end of the day back to our tribe. Absolutely. But I, you say that he was killed by ghosts? How did he get into the company of ghosts? Oh, it's a very long story. And myself and my companions, you can see them out there getting blasted. They, um, we would all love to share with you. Our stories of their scale. If you listen to the first 25 episodes, you'll hear the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> so, as they're talking, and Vivian's saying, she's like, she's, we'd love to tell you the story, and, well, you know, <laughs> relatively. Um, she's like, she's like, oh, and, you know, there's, there's a lot to it, and I think we need to sit down to, to discuss it, but, oh, oh my, oh, I just remembered something. And she starts digging within the pouch, like, on her dress. She's, like, digging on her purse, and she's like, oh, oh, and she pulls out a card. And she looks at Renly. Renly. Very seriously. And she says, this, this is meant for you. It's, it's from Thurskel. Is it a painting? Is he, he's not very artistic. May no. I see it? Yes. It's for his family. And with it, he also has the message, he's sorry. He, and he didn't he mean that? it. He said he didn't mean it. And she hands over the Harrow card. Oh, did he paint this? No, it's it it's a little complicated to explain. It's it's both from Thurskel and from the beyond. It's the goddess Verasma works very strongly in these parts, and she has been guiding our troops' journey. I don't I don't mean to be rude, but what do I do with it? From my experience, I see I have one too. I've been um, the goddess has blessed me a couple of times now, and she pulls out hers to show you. Oh, that one has a puppet. Can I have that one? No, no, this one's mine. Okay. But it. <laughs> She's like, but the, their use presents themselves in in time, in in the appropriate time. We can discuss this all later, and I will explain it. But I just need you to know that this is for you. Thank you, thank you for taking care of my brother. Um, where where can I where can I meet you? Because I think now I would like to be alone. We have booked the whole town square. <laughs> So we will be somewhere out there, and then... You know, that really doesn't help me find you. This is a pretty... (laughs) There's lots of faces that I don't know, so... We will be near the center of town at the gazebo. We will meet you there. And then she, you know, slowly... She she slowly reaches forward and puts a hand on his shoulder and says a blessing of Shaylin over him. So it's just like a little... Like (laughs) some cute little hymn. Some sing-songy Yeah, yeah. The limerick. <laughs> <laughs> and she walks out. And he has a moment with his brother. I don't know what he would do or say, but it's very touching and everyone was crying. So uh, all, all all one of them. of them? No, all three of there's three of oh, them. Oh okay. All they, three of them were they crying. They all knew Thurskill. They all okay. know friendly. They they're they're 
Well, honestly, in my head, I was imagining two really tall, bald guys in suits, black suits, like hitmen. <laughs> I mean, they I are a, that. I had a Morris Centurions. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Would be, that makes more sense. I like the Centurion look, um, and, and they would be that very stern, because they're they look royal like, guard. They look like Kratos. Ooh, yeah, they look like Kratos, bearded Kratos. Uh-huh. Um, so is this the camera doesn't follow him into the chapel? No, huh. no, it goes back to you guys, I guess. It follows the, the main characters out. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, sorry. I just looked up Kratos. Oh. <laughs> the God of War Kratos? Yes. Okay. So, so as that's happening, Vivian walks out and meets with Zenobia, Roderick, and Dwarfy, and updates the team on what what she knows so far. It seems to be his brother, and he said that he doesn't think their skull would have liked the flowers very much. It's all right. Funerals are for the living. That's very true, Zenobia. So Vivian walks out towards the team, and she's, she explains how, yes, he's Thurskel's brother, and he's grateful for everything we've done, and that he's they're going to take Thurskel's body to do whatever Asimar tribes do with Asimar bodies after they die. Well, that is a small blessing that we don't have to go find them. You know, that's a really good way to look, approach this, Roderick. I agree, because I didn't know how we were going to find them. Roderick just nods as he takes another swig of his brown ale. I prefer a amber ale myself. So, R- Renly would like to speak to all of us later and, and hear about our adventures here. So, I told him he could meet us at the gazebo, so we should all head that way. Very well. Let's do. And are the uh, the townspeople coming and talking to us at any specific frequency? Uh, there will be several that will come in and say their thank yous again for basically saving the town from the increasing threat of Harrowstone. Because even they, for years, they have all noticed weird, you know, supernatural phenomena happening just from the energies of Harrowstone. Mm. They haven't been as strong as they were lately, but just little things here and there that would seem off. And for the past couple of weeks that you've been here, those have stopped. Great. Very good. So you basically, you've cleansed the whole area. And I want to be clear, like, this is a legit, like, carnival. There's little games for the kids to play. There's little whack-a-mole with hammers that look like hammers? <laughs> hammers that look like Thurskel's hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, ring toss stuff. Jacob's ladders. Exactly. And booze and food everywhere. The entire Drum town's sticks. budget in one evening. Yep. Pretty much. Drumsticks. Queen's Delight. Pickles on a stick. Exactly. And rabbit bacon. There's a whole rabbit table. And then there's a, it's right next door to the petting zoo. <laughs> it's just rabbits. <laughs> and then there's a giant wooden rabbit for people to climb in. <laughs> hey, you step on a rabbit? Don't worry. It's dinner. <laughs> a rabbit hole. Oh, are they doing it like a grapes and wine? Oh, that's terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> Squishing all the rabbits. He no. said step on a rabbit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't mean to bring everyone down. There's the rabbit sock. I was just confused. <laughs> rabbit sock. Stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah rabbit socks are the new big, big thing. <laughs> rabbit there's a, socks, there's a, clothes. There's a strongman competition because you know he was very strong. Very exactly, strong, yeah. exactly. But, but you can't ever be stronger than Thurscale. No. There's a there's like one of those hammer games where yeah, you slam yeah. the hammer yeah. down, yeah. And the bar, yeah. yeah. And the bell is Thurscale's might. Exactly. But it you can it like stops before it ever gets there. Exactly. There's like a <laughs> magnet at the top that pushes it back down. <laughs> It's a rigged game. Yeah. <laughs> but every rigged carnival is. game. What are you talking about? <laughs> so all that's happening around us. There's quite a lot of activity. It's not necessarily... Maypoles. Yeah, yeah. It's not solemn. The solemn part was inside, but this is just celebration. Right. 
This is the celebration of life. Mm-hmm. The ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> Thrushgill's not a witch. Well, you know what I'm saying. Ghosts are dead. <laughs> but as you do all make your way over to the gazebo to await Renly and the, the others, Dwarfy will pull out the bottle of dwarven ale that he had given to Thurskell. Well, I don't know when would be a very good time to drink this, since he's not here, but I guess with you guys would be the, the next best thing. Should we break this open now? Yes. Absolutely. Alright. Well, I should warn you, um, this may bring us a bit closer to Thurskell as well, because this is dwarven fire ale. <laughs> Oh, what's that mean? And she's already starting to <laughs> take a sip of it. <laughs> it means it might make you a little um, angry. <laughs> so Vivian finishes taking her shot and then immediately puts it down <sighs> and then just goes up and slaps Roderick in the face. <laughs> what did I do? You deserved it. For what? Everything. You're dirty. <laughs> How dare you not take a shower? I did. Three days ago. <laughs> she slaps him again the other way. <laughs> the other cheek. Roger casts prestidigitation to start cleaning himself off. There is that bathroom. Yes. Should have done that three hours ago. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Dwarfy. It seems fine to me. Yep, you seem perfectly normal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Zenobia takes her shot. Where's Father Grimborough? <laughs> I have to have words with him. Oh, oh, I, I think he's busy, Zenobia. So she goes over and slaps Roderick. <laughs> <laughs> That's for whatever you're doing to piss Zenobia, Vivian off. <laughs> you tell him, Zenobia. <laughs> I don't know how I'm expected to sit here and take this kind of abuse. We'll take a drink. See if you're still going to continue to take it. Right. <laughs> And then Roderick starts beating the women. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, and then Roderick slaps Vivian. <laughs> okay, and Zenobia rolls for I initiative. Think, I think Dwarfy roll for initiative. <laughs> one, two. <laughs> Vivian pulls out a flamethrower. Five minutes later, it just shows the, the panel comes up on the screen. Five minutes later, and Ravengrow is in ashes. <laughs> And then Renly comes out of the church, confused. What now. happened? <laughs> we didn't say we were going to keep it in good shape. Well, there's no party like a Ravengrove party. Because you'll be dead. <laughs> dead, dead, dead. This is so, stupid. Oh. Join us for the Ravengrove bonfire. <laughs> We bonfire the, the town of Ravengrove. <laughs> it's just like Harrowstone. <laughs> we thought the town needed some uh, fire drill practice. <laughs> this they is why you need. Again. This is why you need a fire, fire brigade. brigade. <laughs> you, uh, learn, you learn nothing, <laughs> Father Grimbrough. Yeah, it's all he's fa- not in charge of it. It's all Father Grimbrough's fault. Father Grimbrough's fault. He's not a councilman. <laughs> oh, what if we find out later that the lady that Thurskell slept with had a baby? And there's a little baby Thurskill running around. Did she? Is she... It's baby Thurkel. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> we have gone really far off the rails. Yeah, we I mean, have. She's, uh, she's definitely a cougar. Could she still have cubs? <laughs> she might. 
Oh, man. He was very strong. Oh, oh for the love of God, Renly, please come out of the church. <laughs> it's going to keep getting worse until we transition the scene. Come did, save did him. Did you ever have your shot? Did you ever take your shot? Yeah, remember he yeah. started beating the women. Trying to beat the women. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we started the big brawl that ended that with didn't work. fire. <laughs> I will say at least the... Okay, the, what really happened? <laughs> I really slapped Roderick. I really slapped Roderick, too. No, what really happened is Roderick took a shot, and then he started working on something. <laughs> he started taking his hammer and smithing. Yeah, just smithing at the table, oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone Gotta else get this done. Well, you all took shots. Dwarfy just, like, downs half the bottle in one sip. Oh, jeez. Dwarves. Dwarves. And then, I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> uh, I noticed nobody poured any out. Dwarfy has the bottle. Bad etiquette. <laughs> I was going to ask if Dwarfy was going to pour any out. He pours them out. <laughs> but would a dwarf really waste that ale? No, he's going to eat the dirt later. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we should go pour it on uh, the body. Set it on <laughs> Wake fire. him back up. Yeah. <laughs> He'll come into a rage. Well-known restorative properties. <laughs> Set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, ap- after your little party. Yes. Destruction of the town. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Renly walks up to the gazebo, mm-hmm. and he goes, Hello, everyone. My name is Renly. Hi, Renly. Ren- Hi, Renly. <laughs> Hi, Renly. And I'm an alcohol... No. Um, <laughs> would, you, would you like some ale? <laughs> You're an <laughs> um, No, thank you. Never touch the stuff. Um, oh. <laughs> I'll drink yours, then. Please. Um, so, Vivian? Vivian? Yes. Vivian tells me... That you were all with my brother when he passed. Yes. Can you can you tell me what happened? And we do. <laughs> well, and then it does a flashback. We were tasked with cleansing a haunted prison that is nearby to this town. And there were a number of ghosts and haunts that were there. The, the strongest of these ultimately defeated your brother, and we defeated that haunt. So there's... There's no one to blame for this except for you three. That's not the way I would interpret it, but... This was a voluntary group that your brother joined and took payment for as we were doing this. He took payment? It was money generated that was divided amongst us while he was alive. And it was his honor and privilege to be part of this group that ended up saving this town, which is one of the reasons we've honored him in death. He was very insistent he would not have done anything but help us cleanse the prison. That sounds like the idiot I grew up with. We also would not have made it out alive without him. Absolutely. Yes, we've talked about the ghost that killed him, but we have not told you about the ghost that he annihilated. And we do. (laughs) He went by the lopper and Thorskel took the lopper's own axe against him and slain him mightily. And did quite a bit of damage to the uh, ghost that ultimately vanquished him. Yes. We could not have defeated him without uh, Thorskel's uh, battle. I I went down in the same battle, and Thorskel and my spirits passed each other in the, in the beyond. That is when he spoke to me and told me the words that I told you. So he's gone. He's He's really gone. I'm sorry. It, it, it should have been me. Yes, I, it should have. I agree. It should have been Dwarfy. <laughs> it should have been Dwarfy. Poor Dwarfy. <laughs> but it wasn't. Thanks so. for that setup, Gary. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Don't give me that pity face, Gary. 
Do you know where else we would have gone with that? I mean, that was the only direction. I was just following what Philip had set up. Before. <laughs> Fine, I'm going home. I'm taking my dice, and <laughs> so good luck with book two. <laughs> so you said you said that there was payment. What does that mean? There's payment. Means nothing anymore. Well, no, that's not true. Thurskell originally came to Ravengrove to meet with Professor Lorimore, who passed away. Thurskell, Thurskell said Lorimore wanted to study him at one point, and I remember that man. And with that, he was tasked, as well as the the three of us, with transporting a chest of valuable books to a library in a town I don't remember the name of. Lepestad. In Lepestad. Meanwhile, before we could do that, we had to babysit his, may I say, not as pretty as me, daughter. (laughs) (laughs) That one got Richard. (laughs) Who, by the by, is in a three-way with Roderick and his sword. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you you put it? You don't want to know. <laughs> so, at the end of that journey, once we get to Lepestad, we will receive a payment of 100 platinum ah. pieces each. So you're saying his job's not done? The job is not done. Correct. It's his job. He made an oath. Well, he was left a legacy. Well, and on that note, you are his next of kin, so the inheritance would naturally fall to you. I don't care about the inheritance. I care about his honor. Would you mind terribly if I joined you? Oh, Philip's got a really good little smirk on his face with that. Very in character. I don't mind. Absolutely. I love I love meeting new people. Are, are you very strong? No, but I'm very smart. Oh, that's wonderful. Roderick makes a face. <laughs> <laughs> Can you fight? Um, I've come from a tribe of warriors, but I was never a frontline fighter. It seems to be my curse. <laughs> you took the ring. I don't want to hear it. Well, you, you just you just one very- crummy point. <laughs> You dress very pretty for a warrior. Well, we all have our nights off. Sometimes we have our nights on. And you'll, see me to, you'll see me tomorrow in my armor. I didn't mean that to be condescending. I'm just saying you look very pretty today. <laughs> well, of course you're right. just shows you have uh, adequate vision. <laughs> Vivian also has 20-20 vision. <laughs> yes. She told us. Yes, as does her player. <laughs> so... So, yes. So Renly's going to come with us. Are you saying this is your new character, Philip? This is my new character. Yeah. I don't think we announced that anywhere until this moment. Everyone says, you know, okay, pretty well. what, is, it, is, it, is it just his brother? Is it going to be Bursklale? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it never really was, but I wanted to keep it in, in the family. I wanted to, because uh, he lived such a short life, this Thurskale. Yeah, man. Only three levels. <laughs> hey. So I wanted to keep it, you know, all of the stuff that I had in my head I wanted to continue with. But mm-hmm. I didn't want to. This is not Thurskill by yeah. any means. No. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be the like the opposite of Thurskill. Well, that's fun. Yes. Um, Sounds like a challenge. It is. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since uh, my default is to want to, is to want to go into the Thurskill voice. Mm-hmm. And and I, I still haven't got the perfect voice for him yet. I mean, it's, it's, it's going well so far. Yeah. It's been weird. Weeks and I still haven't thought of it, but um, but he's he, yeah he's gonna join he's joining the party. Excellent. Uh, um, but uh, I'm gonna have my men transport him back, but I'm going to stick around to carry out his 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 final his final mission. I want to see it done. Excellent. We do too. Well, our allotted period of time is nearly expired, so we will be heading off relatively soon. Oh, uh, 
I thought we were almost done. We have to go somewhere else? Yes, we have to take the books from here to the University of Lippershtad. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> All right, let's take these books. When do we leave? We should be heading off to Lippershtad in about two days. In two days? Okay. Is there a place outside of town that's safe to camp? <laughs> Not really. I wouldn't would say safe, no. <laughs> the prison should be empty now. That's oh, ridiculous. Except for the new graves. <laughs> or you can stay in the... Outside in. Outward in. <sighs> Kendra may also have space in her uh, manor. A manor? Okay, let's do that. Yeah. They don't, You're they don't thinking matter. They don't have maids. They don't no. have any servants. servants. I have two. <laughs> it's two more than you'd have otherwise. <laughs> you also might want to fix the door open. <laughs> Long story. Yes. <laughs> so... May I meet this Kendra? Yes, she she's here. She's somewhere. Okay, we can go find her. Roderick. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. Oh, there you are. <laughs> she he he leans over to uh, to Vivian. Total Ugmo. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just needs to wear some more highlighter. It would be okay. Uh, Kendra, this is Renly. Shadow, this is Thurskill's brother. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm sorry for yours. Thank you. Um, so he is here to fulfill Thurskill's portion of your father's will. Oh, All right. Okay. Um, Would you be amenable to him staying at the manor? Uh, of course. Um, I believe we still have a room available. From what I hear, they're all empty. And they have all. They all have the doors taken off. <laughs> There's no privacy. There's no privacy in there. Well, at least the the one room doesn't have a door anymore, but the others do. <laughs> that was my room. I don't recommend it. It should be fine now. <laughs> so your father was Professor Lormore? Yes, that is correct. So what exactly was he doing? Why 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 are we taking these books to a university? Why couldn't they get a messenger or something? He he used to be professor at this University of Leverstein. Um And he borrowed these books? You say that oddly. He stole them, didn't he? No, he, he intended to take them back, as, as is what is happening now. Yeah, my brother probably thought the same with the hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it was a lengthy borrow, but he did borrow them nonetheless. But he was, he was studying a group known as the Whispering Way. And... From what he saw and found out about them, he didn't want others to know too much about them and fears that they would get wrapped up with them. Are they persuasive? They're very persuasive. Very dark and evil-minded. So are they to blame? They are the ones who we believe started the unrest within Harrowstone Prison. I ask these questions because at the end of the day, I want someone to burn. I want someone to pay. I want to flay them alive. I want revenge, vengeance, justice. Hmm. Well. Oh, that doesn't sound very nice. Well, you weren't there. You don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I will say this. The Whispering Way is who I found out has killed my father. So you know. You know this feeling. I do. I, unfortunately, am not strong enough to take them out myself, but I'll tell you this. If you take them out, I will reward you greatly. I think the vengeance is the reward enough, but, you know, I'll take some money. No, she was, she was implying a blowjob. <laughs> I'll take that, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
faithless. She didn't offer this to Roderick. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's Noelle. She is trying to break them up <laughs> every chance she gets. Sounds Richard like, was silently laughing at that one. Sounds to me like Kendra was a... Uh, Roderick's relationship with Kendra is really complicated. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they have to go to the secret crypt all the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's why I don't like Kendra. She was, she's a slut. She she's a crypt slut. She's a crypt slut. So, it's not where good girls go. So okay, so we have a little talk. I'm joining the party. You guys are still in town, right? Are they? Yeah, yeah. 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 We're up the block. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not that the Raven Grove's not. That yeah. Big. Roderick's staying at the manor as well with Kendra. Okay. Ah. So we've we've introduced Renly. So Renly's here. He's here to stay. Here to stay. The party continues. It's fabulous. I assume Dwarfy gets drunk. Yep. And Vivian gets tipsy. And good time is had the next day amidst the hangovers. Except for Dwarfy, who doesn't have one. And Renly, because he doesn't drink. <laughs> so we get together. I assume we're doing preparations for our trip the following day. Also, yes. are Renly's people going to take the body that yeah, day? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So ship off Thurskel's body with the bodyguards. We all give him a 21-gun <laughs> salute. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 21 crossbow salute. That sounds very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with this group. Boing. Boing, boing, boing. Yeah. The seven natural ones <laughs> were rolled. <laughs> I'm blind again. My ass. <laughs> this was a terrible idea. <laughs> Roger invented some horrible contraption to shoot them all at once, and it just... <laughs> what are they, a sprinkle? And, so, and the, you know, there's nothing explosive on it, but somehow it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't invented gunpowder yet. Yeah. So Wait, have we? Are we emerging guns? No gun. In Galarian, guns are emerging. Yeah. Okay. Gun, so my next character will be a gunslinger. No. Nope. <laughs> Gary won't allow it. And then we spend the rest of the next two days prepping for our trip. Yeah, so yes. I imagine we're getting together at Kendra's Manor and at the inn, sort of, you know, planning it out. Mm-hmm. And Roderick, he's with the group, and he says, so this chest is very large. Um, if we get... Just like Vivian's. Yes. <laughs> quite. Um... <laughs> If we get a cart, I have a spell, which I can cast to summon a horse, which can draw it. Oh, that's very wonderful, Roderick. Yeah, we can do that. So I get can, you pick its, can you pick its color? Uh, I believe so. I may have to make some modifications to the spell, but yes. Can it be pink? No. No, that's, uh, that's beyond my ability. Sorry. Oh. Is it really? Or is he lying? Does he just not want a pink horse? I, I would say within the rules, it would be probably be, be more complicated to cast an unnatural <laughs> color of horse than a natural this color. This is a fantasy game. You know this. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a metamagic feat. I don't have it yet. They could do it in Wizard pink of Oz. Pink horse is a magic. Pink horse is a metamagic feat, which Roderick did not take. <laughs> they could in do any it. case, we buy a cart. I buy a cart. So if I have my calculations correct... This spell can last for eight hours, which is about how long we would be traveling. So I think we are covered in terms of taking the chest and our other heavy belongings. Oh, I do have quite a bit of luggage. She does have quite a bit of luggage. Yes, I bet you do. So we pack up the cart and it's this pretty decent sized trunk. And then, you know, I just want you to imagine the metropolitan lady with her 12 Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton matching luggage chests. All of hers are blue and gold. <laughs> Oh, 12, that's cute. <laughs> um, Renly has uh, 24. <laughs> You're such a one-upper. <laughs> and on top of Roderick's smithing equipment, we might need a second horse. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't have 24. 
And, um, well, I, I, I don't have as much clothing as I used to. I lost three negligees. Zenobia actually has, for the first time, a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> lost three negligees. I cleaned them for you. Now, this was before you, you started using that spell. Did you just throw them away? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you, to you? Did you go rifling through my lingerie drawer to find them to clean them, Roderick? <laughs> Does the Fifth Amendment exist in Ustalov? <laughs> <laughs> so Zenobia is back into her comfy armor. She had been feeling very strange in the dress all day, but she looks so pretty. Fabulous. I'm back into my nice comfy armor and I'm stroking my new composite bow really enjoying the silkiness of the finish oh yeah Vivian looks different now too on this journey because she's got her she's still got her hair up and she still has that wooden hair clip that was her holy symbol but now she's got her gold necklace for her holy symbol on top of her new chainmail armor old new chainmail armor she says Vivian look at this and she flashes open the uh, shield boss oh that's wonderful Zenobia I can't see in the dark either so this will be great I know isn't this fabulous excellent I, I do have it. a sunrod so if you ever run out I have one <laughs> <laughs> that's alright I bought some and on this topic you see Roderick just keeps opening his spell book and admiring his new spells you know once every ten minutes or so what a nerd so we're all packed up we say our goodbyes it's a lovely heartfelt goodbye and hug to Father Grimbro uh you do notice that Dwarfy has not brought any luggage or anything mm-hmm. with you. Um, and then he looks up at, at you all. And I'm, I think I'm going to stay. I'll miss you, Dwarfy, but it will bring me comfort to know that you are here. Protecting this town. So, Dwarfy, what has convinced you to stay? Well, I've opened the forge and... I think someone should be here just in case anything else goes wrong in this town as a beacon of hope, perhaps, for this town. I've traveled extensively during my time as a war priest, and it's time I uh, settle down, I believe. Vivian gives Dwarfy a big hug. She lets him accidentally nestle into her bosom. (laughs) Quote, unquote. He accepts that. (laughs) Yeah, and that's all she does. (laughs) Roderick says, blessings of Torak upon you, uh... Forge strong steel, my brother. And she gives him a kiss on his forehead. <laughs> Zenobia low fives him. Because <laughs> he's short. Because he's short. <laughs> and then Dwarf, keep yes. the forge hot. That I will. It'll be here for you if you ever need it. I've got ideas. I I have a small request. Yes? So, the magic in our hammer has long been extinguished. I was wondering if you could return it. I can certainly try. And he gives Thirskill's hammer to... To Dwarfy. I will work on this personally. And may I make a request of you? Name it. Keep them safe. They're the only friends I have. No, you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So and with that, we're off. And you're off. Vivian gave Father Grimborough one last hug and off we go. Yeah, Roderick had a, had a long goodbye with Kendra. Mm-hmm. You know I had to do your father's bidding. Um, I shall see you again. Au revoir, Roderick. Safe travels. The crypt will be waiting for you when you return. That's <laughs> ominous and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it could mean one of two things. <laughs> Soriana and uh, Zenobia have a drink together mm-hmm. before, before she leaves for the road. Keep my room. <laughs> <laughs> You'll always have one here. 
Thanks. I'll bring back more tchotchke for the walls. Oh, thank you. I, I like adding the decorations. I think I like the way the branding irons are framing. I think framing I'll have, the bar. I do as well. And with the uh, the uh, uh, straight jacket over there and a few of the the manacles on the side, I think I, I might move those lower and have an artist come in where you can have your 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 portrait painted. <laughs> what a great those. idea! Listen, when you have that, I'll come back and I can do one. We can start a wall. We can put all the famous people who come in the bar. Oh, I love this <laughs> idea. I love it. Yes. Have yes. A, have a hero's corner. I love this business you know, side of Zenobia. What is that restaurant? Is it Sardi's? Yes. <laughs> you know, I could sign these. Oh. You could sell them. Oh. I'll talk to the guys. Okay. <laughs> I love Zenobia's business sense that comes out. <laughs> All right, so bright and early, we uh, take off. Yes. And I'm sure it's a perfectly peaceful journey. We get there in three no hours. We get there in three hours. Not so much. Now, how far? Where are we going, and how far is it again? You are going to Lepishtad. Lepishtad University. The University of Lepishtad. Roderick has been there, so he knows the way there. He knows it's a rather treacherous journey. Treacherous journey that it's about a hundred miles. So it would probably take you a couple of days to is get it a, there. Is it a, a real road? Is there a... The old mountain road is usually regarded as the best route there. Uh, it follows through the southeastern foothills of the Tusk Mountains, uh, passed through the towns of Tamravenna and Cortad, uh, before following the Lesser Mortre River up to Lepestad. Do we have a, uh, a map? No, there are no maps. So do we need to roll checks or anything, or do we just get on our way? You'll need to, to roll survival checks to see if you can stay on this path. Mm. So is that the first thing we need to roll now? Yes, first thing is roll a survival check. Roderick only has a plus one, so he's going to roll to aid. Who does he have the does highest survival? Aid. I have plus seven. It'd be Zenobia. I'll roll to aid. Eleven. Eighteen. I aid. So twenty. So my first roll is Renly is a natural one. Oh, well, he, he doesn't know where he's going. Did so you switch out enough. Renly's dice? These are brand new dice. Picking up where we left off. Brand new <laughs> dice. Because <laughs> these are Renly's dice. And he's just as good as his brother. So that's still a 20 survival. Still a 20. Uh, so at least the first part is pretty easy to, to find your way in the right direction, so you set off heading in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, see, I can imagine Roderick's somewhat familiarity with the path along with Zenobia's uh, overland travel skills are kind of working together. Mm -hmm. Knowing which direction Lepishtad is supposed to be and she can generally tell which direction that is and the best way to get around. Yeah, exactly. That's that way. Yeah. So how long does that first part take us? Does that take us the first day? First 20 minutes? <laughs> I'd say the, the, the first half of, okay. the, of the first day. And you want us to roll another survival? Roll another survival check. Roderick's going to roll to aid again. I do not aid. Roderick aids this time. Okay. At this point, it's it's going into nighttime. 19. 12. So that's two aids. So it's plus four. So that makes it a 22. 23. 23. Yeah. That was a 19 plus four. Mm-hmm. So that uh, the sun is starting to set. Um, you hear some wolves howling in the distance. And if I may, we completely skipped over my magical summoned horse. Oh, we did. We did. That's really oh, cool. Sorry. Well, no, no. I want. It's not pink, so it's not impressive. Right. Right. So what I did guess we decide we're calling him. What spell did you cast to do this, by the way? It's called Mount. 
Okay. So literally just summons a horse from somewhere else on the plane. So somebody else's horse just got stolen. Is that really what here. happens? That's what happens with it's this It's a one. real horse? It's I, a real horse. I thought it was a, where does it a go, construct. Where, where does it go at the end of eight, eight hours? It goes back to where it, where it came from originally. Boy, it must be really tired. <laughs> That's terrible. That's how conjuration works. You're a terrible person. Don't tell Vivian how the spell works. <laughs> she just thinks it comes from the... <laughs> So does the does the same horse always come every time you conjure it? Nope, not necessarily. So there's no point in naming it. They, maybe they come horse. with maybe they come with names, yeah, like dog collars, dog collars, yeah, <laughs> <or> chips. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it's getting dark now. You are going more towards the foothills of the mountains at this point. Um, you see the moon above you. You hear the sounds of wolves howling in the distance. And you're still staying on on track with that 23 survival. But at this point, you notice the howls sound a little closer than you'd like. Uh Uh-oh. And they don't quite sound like just a wolf. What? I'm getting my mace available. And everyone, give me a perception check. 21 for Roderick. 10. 17. 15. All right. With the Roderick, with that perception check, you see up in the distance, just a little ways, a wolf-like man with a crossbow, and he's about to fire. What? Son of a gun. And we're rolling for initiative. (laughs) Oh. Oh, no. That's so scary. I, I can't. All right. So what are those initiatives? Roderick got a 20. 22. 20, Zenobia, 22. Renly? 15. And Vivian? I don't remember, but I think it was a 13. I started playing with my die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will put 13 then. All right. And Zenobia is up first. I'm going to switch to my new longbow. Okay. Ooh. And I'm going to knock a silver-tipped arrow. All right. Since I've heard wolfy sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to fire at the figure. Okay. I assume I'm in, in range, if they're in range of me. Yes. Your composite longbow has a range of like 130 feet, so... Yeah, you, even, you could go further than he is. Uh, can I study yes. this figure? That's not going to help much, though. 13. 13 will not hit. So, silver tip arrow goes flying right by him. Lost in the brush forever. Yeah. yeah. That's a bummer. It is. All right, Roderick, you're up next. All right, so Roderick has dark vision for 60 feet. This creature is within 60 feet, so is there any knowledge he can roll to find out what it is? It uh, would be knowledge local, I believe. Roderick does not have knowledge local, so. I've got knowledge local. Well, you didn't been, roll it. I didn't roll it, no. Failed the group. I don't have knowledge local. But it clearly looks like it's trying to attack us, right? Yes. Okay, so Roderick, he's within range, so he's going to do something fun. Okay, then. He's going to move 10 feet away <laughs> from the creature. He's going to move 10 feet away from the creature, and he's going to cast one of his brand new spells. All right. Which is? He's going to cast Flurry of Snowballs. Oh, cool. This is that fun one you talked about. Yes, and Gary doesn't know what I'm doing to him because he hasn't listened to that episode yet. Um, brum, brum, brum. This spell is also enhanced with the Rhyme Metamagic feat that I have. And that's Rhyme, R-I-M-E. Yes, R-I-M-E. Frost. Yes. So, provided this creature is not immune to cold damage, regardless of whether he makes a save, he will be entangled for two rounds. Mm. All right. 
And what kind of save is this? That is a reflex save. And I'll roll my damage. 17 on the save. That passes. Okay. So I rolled 13. So he takes six points of cold damage. Mm. Mm. And assuming he took any damage, he is also entangled for two rounds. All right. Shall we read Entangled for the audience? Sure. Please do. The character is ensnared. An entangled creature moves half its speed, cannot run or charge, takes a negative two penalty on all attack rolls, a negative four penalty to dexterity. An entangled creature who attempts to cast a spell must make a concentration check or lose the spell. That's awesome, Richard. Mm-hmm. So he's slowed and inhibited by all of the cold How frost big? that's building up on his skin. Is it just that five foot area? It's like he's entangled because he's cold, not because there's like yeah, it was the so much snow him. around him. You know, it's the damage done to him. It's not the area. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. That's fabulous. Maybe I can hit him this time. So, next time. So he can move half speed out of that area. Yes. So it's his turn. So he's going to do that and move up to Roderick while drawing a long sword. So he drops the crossbow, moves up while drawing this long sword, and he's going to swing at Roderick. That means I can't shoot into melee, right? You can. You'll just take a minus four penalty. That's a 16 to hit. That will hit. Seven points of damage. Alrighty. As he swings that long sword. So seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. And next up, Vivian feels another crossbow bolt whiz by her as it misses. What? From like, What? Looks like it was coming from behind the cart. Oh, no. So Vivian turns that way and sees if she can see anything. Is it, like, totally dark here? Or, like, what? There's moonlight. Okay. So you, can, you can see. It's just dark. And, and we didn't say this, but I imagine that, like, she probably had light cast somewhere on her person. Hmm. For Zenobia. And her. she's She can only see in low light. Well, so, yeah, you can she, see in the moonlight. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Well, so Zenobia can see is the main thing there. All right, so she looks around. Can she see what's... Uh, Shooting at her? Yeah, you see another, looks just like the other one in front, another wolf-like man. Okay. From behind. There's two of them. And you said it was knowledge local? Yes. Okay, I can't roll that. So she is going, this totally changes what I was going to do. So how close is this other combatant? He's about probably 30 feet away. So Vivian whips around and... After she calls out to the group that there's another one, she's going to look at him and she's she's going to smile brightly. And with that, she's going to... It's like the light reflects off her teeth. Yeah, she's just going to be a bling, <laughs> like a Mentos commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's going to use her trait. I think it's trait, yeah. She's going to use her alluring trait, which allows me to cast days as a spell-like ability once per day. And uh, my caster level equals my character level, so give me a... Will save, I'm guessing. I believe so. Let's go with will save. 18. Uh, yeah, so that saves. Well, screw you. It just saves, though. I want you to know that. Okay. We're close. <laughs> but maybe he's creeped out by the fact that this pretty lady's just smiling at him. <laughs> What the hell is that? <laughs> Why is she smiling at me? <laughs> I'm unnerved. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what Vivian did for her turn. Actually, and she's going to move next to Zenobia. Okay. I have a question, though. Yes. If I got a 15, just she got a 13. should have been you next. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think we... Did I jump to... Did I say Vivian was yep. next? You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Rinley, you're next. <laughs> So we'll flip it next turn. (laughs) 
So what Renly is going to do um, is he is going to touch his headgear and his form is changing. Hmm. He, the same woman that you saw in, in the temple is who you see on the field now. He has transformed into this, this dark lady. Weird. And, uh, I mean, that's a standard action, so that's all he can really do. Oh, no, he's also going to draw his halberd. And that's it. Okay. Halberd. Halberd. No, it's halberd. And what is that? <laughs> it's halberd. It is a poleaxe kind of thingy. Yeah, it's a it's a spear with a small axe on it. Halberd Einstein. Where do you, where do you draw it from? You're back. You don't want to know. <laughs> I was going to say. It's, it's not really a pole arm, so it's not like her glaive, but it is... Um, uh, it is on the longer side. I'd say it's about the size of a sword, but all weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so longer than an axe, but, but shorter than a shorter than a glaive. Right. Got it. So really, you know, Renly and Vivian going out of turn didn't really do anything. Nah. It wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah. So we'll get it right next. We'll time. get it right the next time. Uh, so back to the top of the round is Nobia. Roderick, get out of the way. While I roll knowledge local. Well, I know. Yes. <laughs> While I do that. And I roll a one. You know nothing. I know nothing. Great. So she delays? Well, that would be a, a six. Still know nothing. Still know So then she delays and waits for Roger? That's the whole point, is he's going to move out of the way, then you don't have a penalty. Yes, I do want you to move out of the way first. Yeah, so you have to wait. So I have to wait. So I'm going to hold my action. I finally get it. Okay. All right. You're going to delay. I'm going to delay. So Zenobia delays... And it is Roderick's turn. All right. Seeing that they're surrounded, Roderick is going to spend his swift action to magically enhance his sword. Then he's going to swing with said sword while activating his spell combat ability. Ooh. Natural two on the swing, so that's a miss. <laughs> okay. But then he's going to take a five-foot step back. All right. And he's going to cast Mirror Image on himself. Ooh. Uh-huh. And there are now five Rodericks. One of them is real and four of them are illusory. That's five Rodericks too many. (laughs) Now, I can insert my action now? Yes, you can. I'm going to go ahead and shoot again. Okay. Using my new composite bow that I hope I've gained some experience with between this and the last turn. There we go. 15 plus 9, 24. Jeez. That'll hit. So that's 1d8 plus 2. So that's a three, four, five, six. Six points of damage. And that was a silver-tipped arrow. Very good. Does it look like that did anything extra? Looks like it damaged him. Alrighty. Yes. Next up is bad guy number one. Uh, He's also going to just step back up to Roderick. And this time he's going to try to bite you. That is so rude. Does it do anything to Roderick? I mean, this wolf man is trying to bite him. Yes, it does, but we can get it. We can get into that later. Okay. Uh, 18. That will hit. However, you have to roll against my mirror image. Yes. So roll a d10. I would say 9 and 10 hit Roderick. Anything else hits an image. 7. Hits one of the images. Nice. So now there are four Rodericks on the field. That spell is doing its job. I like it. Right. Bad guy number 2 is going to drop the crossbow and run his way up to everyone else. Renly there. He has drawn a long sword. No, actually, he hasn't drawn the long sword. He's just going to run up and try to bite. Five. That's a miss. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> Renly, it is your turn. Okay, so uh, can I five foot step so I can do stuff? 
So I have five foot step out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, my cape unfurls wings. Nice. Oh, whoa. And I uh, go up. I move 20 feet into the air. What? And I start a song. Uh, so Renly is a scald. Oh, okay. nice. Uh, a scald is a uh, hybrid class. It's barbarian and bard. So there's a performance aspect to it. Um, and with uh, the archetype I took for Renly is a spell warrior. And what happens with a spell warrior is when I am doing my raging song, all of my allies get a plus one enhancement bonus to their weapons. Nice. Oh, wow. Hmm. Does, that, does that stack with existing bonuses? Um, uh, let's see. Within 60 feet. You just uh, need to know what kind of bonus it is. Is it morale? Well, it's enhancement. Sometimes those stack. Yeah. Um, let's see. Fifth level and every five levels after enhancement. One of the next one. I would imagine it would, because it would be silly if it didn't. The bonuses can also be used to add any points. Uh, oh, wait. There's more. These bonuses can also be used to add any of the following weapon special abilities to the weapons enhanced by this ability. So it's just like Robert Roderick's Arcane Pool. It's the same thing, which the Arcane Pool stacks. So Yeah. Yeah, so I can add dancing, defending, distance, flaming, frost, all that stuff. Uh... Adding these special abilities consumes amount of the bonus equal to the special ability's cost. Oof, this is a lot of words. <laughs> I know how the mechanic works. It's the same as it as the other one. Yes. So you're good. Yeah. So you're uh, just giving everyone a plus one. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here's the part that I was looking for. The duplicate abilities do not stack. So yeah, it stacks. It super stacks. To hit and damage. It's plus one, so it makes it. Essentially, it makes it. It makes it magical. If it's not already. So. So where does the floating come in? The floating comes in because I'm a ra- uh, uh, I have one level of witch. Uh, the wings come in because I can meld with my familiar and I take on uh, effects, but it doesn't help me fly. What helps me fly is that I'm a raging flyer. That's so weird. So you're raging right now? Yeah, this is my raging song. This is so complicated. It's super confusing. It's, it's so Philip, I can't even. Uh. I just wanted somebody to look cool when they started fighting. <laughs> it's very cool. I have to agree. I just kind of imagine that her raging song is the immigrant song. <laughs> the immigrant? Oh, okay. <laughs> From Thor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, um, I, I bought, like, the Hamilton mixtape, and there's a song called Immigrants on there. Oh. <laughs> that's the one that I was thinking of. Um, but yes, that's a good one because it's Thor. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. is that Renly's turn? That is Renly's turn. Uh, Renly's turn. <laughs> it is Renly's turn. He is floating and singing, and everyone gets a plus one to their weapons. Hmm. That's big. Very cool. Uh huh. Thank you. All right, Vivian, you are up next. Vivian, uh, while drawing her her glaive, is going to be like, "Come, oh, Zenobia, r- right behind us." And is going to attempt to cast Hold Person. It's gonna be a will save. Is this from the wand or from your innate ability, from your innate spellcasting? Uh, it's from my spellcasting. So I think I have to roll to hit. No, you do not. It's just a save. Okay, cool. And also, he doesn't make a save until his turn. Really? Yes, it's it's part of the spell. Oh, okay. Well, so hold on to that then. I guess. Yes, I know what I rolled. 
Okay. Let's save that. Mm-hmm. All right. So she 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 attempts to hold person and lets Zenobia know that there is someone right there. And this is really important, and this is one of the reasons that hold person is such a good spell. He can't take any attack, attacks of opportunity right now. Oh, if he fails? Yes. Well, no. There is no save. Like, regardless oh. if they save or fail, from the point you cast the spell until their next turn, they are frozen. Oh. No save. They don't get a save until their turn. So between now and his turn, he can do nothing. Really? Yes. Wow. It is a very good spell. Oh, well, good. I'm glad I made a good choice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Roderick, it is your turn. All right. Back at the top of the order, Roderick is going to activate spell combat again. Roll to hit with his sword. All right. So that's a natural six, but we have a lot of bonuses here. So let me figure this out real quick. So that would be a 13 to hit total? That is a miss. Okay. Well, that's fine because he steps back five foot step and casts Burning Hands. Mm. Okay. Now I need another reflex save. Ten. That is failure, so it's going to take full damage. Ooh, nice. Takes ten points of fire damage. Nice. And that is one wolfman down. Yes. Excellent. Crispy. See? Spells with no attack rolls. <laughs> he lets out a howl as he dies. Mm, but that sounds awful. I missed with both attacks. <laughs> Good thing you got spells. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zenobia, you're up next. I'm going to change weapons from my uh, composite bow to my heavy mace. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to swing at the other. Do I have to step to him? Can I reach him? You can make a five-foot step. And I'm going to swing at him with my magic mace. It's a six. Twelve. Thirteen. 14. Yeah, 14. 14 is a miss. And, and that's including the bonus from... Yeah, I, there's didn't, no. I didn't study. Okay. Isn't it... Is it one creature or is it that type when you study? You could study in this turn. But I thought it was... Is it a specific target or is it that type of creature? It's a specific target. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But she could she could study this turn, so... Would it have made a difference? Is it 15 hit? No. Okay. So didn't make any difference. But he has studied for future references. <clears throat> but he has studied for future references. Mm-hmm. All right. So now it is his turn. He did make that, need to make that save, which made it 17. Uh, Gary, I need you to fail these saves. I failed the save with Roderick a minute ago. No, I want you to fail my saves. Okay, so the, the so the whole person effect is ended. So can he act normally now? Yes, sir. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. I'm sorry, no. Um, it was a full round action to break that. So, so pause, so pause. Subject becomes paralyzed and freezes in place. It is aware and breathes normally, but cannot take any actions, even speech. Each round on its turn, the subject may attempt a new saving throw to end the effect. This is a full round action that does not provoke attacks of opportunity. A winged creature is paralyzed, cannot flap. Mm-hmm. Well, so I didn't I didn't think it it started right away. But I mean, it says driving, saving throw. Well, will negate. So if you would have passed it in the first place, it would have negated it. No, you're right. I had it wrong. Okay, so I don't think that changed anything. That no. So it didn't take effect. So you're fine. Screw you, Gary. All right. Yeah. So we were wrong. He should have gotten a save in the beginning. Yeah. Which I rolled. It was a 17, which was enough to pass. So he's not held. Mm. But can he do anything else? Yeah. Yes, he can. No. Mm-hmm. With all that went away. It, if he would have failed each round, he tried to break out of it. Would have mm-hmm. been a full round action. So he's gonna try to bite Zenobia. He's probably gonna fail. But he's gonna try. Alrighty. <laughs> 10. Fail. This guy's rolling low. <laughs> Thank Much you. lower than my guy. <laughs> who's hit every single time, except he hit my image once. He doesn't want to hit girls. <sighs> All right, Rinley, you are up next. 
Can I uh, throw something at him? Are you still in the air? Yeah. How you have to make a fly check to hover. Okay. Cool. Uh, I passed. 18. Yeah, it's a DC 15, so you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, can, can I uh, um, throw something, or is he in melee with, with Zenobia? He is in melee with Zenobia. You can throw something, it'll just be a negative four penalty. Crap, because I can't do anything then. It's all show, and you know. Slam him. I wish I took the feet death from above. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going to throw something, but I can hold, right? Until Zenobia goes? Yeah, delay. Well, if you delay, then it's Vivian's turn. Then we go back to the top of the round. Um, so you'd just be skipping your turn. Gotcha. Do you have a, a crossbow or bow or anything to shoot from above? It was a chakram. Uh, like an angel. You can, you can still attack with it. Just it's an angel halo. It's negative four. Uh, but I don't want to take that negative four because I'm a terrible roller. What the hell? It's part of the game, man. So what I'm going to do instead... Yeah, I guess I'll do it. Uh, so I'm going to draw my chakram. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a masterwork silver chakram. Okay. Uh, and is, is that like the with Xena? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yep. That's exactly what it is. I, I chose it because it's it's round like a halo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So I roll with my die. Oh, oh, it's a natural twenty. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Roll again to confirm. Let's see, it doesn't matter. Um. So I I do a minus four to this one too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, uh, wait no. Uh, Fifteen. Does not confirm, but it is still a hit. That's awesome. 1d8. Ooh, that's good damage. Uh, max damage. So wow. is nine points of silver damage for this wolf man. Very good. Oh, my goodness. It's a silver thingy? Yep, masterwork silver. It's a silver thingy, yes, mother. It's an over thing. <laughs> okay, so that definitely hurt him. Vivian, you're up next. Vivian casts Bit of Luck on Zenobia. <laughs> Which adds what? It means you get to roll twice. Okay. It's bit of Luck for Zenobia. Good quick turn. Mm-hmm. Roderick, your turn. All right. Roderick is going to cast uh, Cantrip Brand, and he's going to move his full complement of movement right up to this wolf guy, and then he's going to deliver that spell he cast through his weapon towards the wolf man. Okay. I like it because Roderick stepped in front of Vivian, so yes. now she's safer. Yes. Natural one. Oh, Roderick. <laughs> that is a confirmed fumble. Uh-oh. Roderick. New book, same Roderick. <laughs> Never roll attacks. <laughs> Pointy end goes there. Oh, you take no. one point of con damage. Oh. Roderick. Uh-oh. Good thing I am chock full of lesser restoration. <laughs> right. Not that we even need to. He can just sleep that off. Yeah. But it looked fabulous. I'm amazing at this game. <laughs> Did you just poke yourself in the eye with a brand? <laughs> Did something. Poke himself in the crotch. <laughs> Stubbed his toe. Like, Ow. I really should have played a wizard. He has turf toe now. Stepped on a rake. Hit him in the face. My mother did that once. <laughs> Flavor rake. Did you say you should have you should have played a wizard, Richard? Just never makes any attack rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, Richard's soul wants to play Amagus, mm-hmm. but his body's his limited body it. Just yeah. The spirit is willing, but the dice are weak. <laughs> 
So is that the end of your turn? Yes, sir. All right. So it's my turn, right? Zenobia, it is your turn. All right, so I'm going to swing at it with the mace again, hopefully with a bit of luck. Yes, yeah, so you get to roll twice. And also remember, you have a plus one. Are you continuing to sing? Yes. No. Do I have to say that every time? I thought I just kept going until... No, you have to declare that every time, because it's, a, it's, a, it's an action to... It's a free action. Yeah, but we need to make sure you're tallying it off. I am telling it off. You can see that I did two. Yeah, okay. just be sure to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it's... I rolled a 14, plus a 6 is 20, plus it's studied is 21, plus the luck has nothing to do with it. Uh, 22. I bet you that hits. What was the other roll? Try for that natural 20. Uh, 6. Okay, so, so 14 was good. <laughs> so what, what's the 20, total? 21. 21 the total? To hit. 22. 22. Yeah, 22. 22 hits. Yes. So that's a 1d8... Never the one I want. Okay, there it is. So that's three plus three, six plus one, seven. Yeah, seven points. Seven points. And what kind of what kind of weapon is it's this? A, my magical mace. Magical mace, but it is not silver. No, no, it is not silver. So it doesn't look like it did any damage. Wow! But it was very satisfying to hit it. <laughs> it was a very solid hit. Lessons were learned. Lessons were learned. Mm-hmm. I may have to go back to town. <laughs> You've got Silver Sheen. Yes, I do. All right. So did she call that out? Do you, do you, so do you remark how it didn't do as much damage? Yes. Didn't seem to do any damage at all. I've got the to control if I could just hit. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wolfman is now going to bite at Roderick. All righty. And I did roll a second ago, which was a 19. That will hit. Roll against my mirror image. Mm-hmm. There are now four image. There are now three images and one Roger. So roll a d4. Roll a d4. Say a four hits Roderick. Four hits Roger. One. All right. So that's another image gone. Nice. There are now image two images gone. and a Roger. Three blind Rodericks. Three blind Rodericks. Mm-hmm. Renly, it's your turn. Okay. So Renly is going to. Um, I have twenty feet of fly. I'm a very poor flyer. Mm-hmm. I can only move twenty feet. Can I stay in the air but get to the square right behind him? Yes. All right. So that's what I'm going to do. And then I am going to uh, cast. I'm going to cast Call Weapon and bring back my Chakram to my hand. Oh, that's fun. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. Very good. Vivian, your turn. Vivian is going to... Roderick, you have a silver weapon, right? I'll explain later. If I actually hit once in my life. (laughs) All right. Well, Roderick sounded confident, so Vivian is going to give Roderick a bit of luck this turn. Thank goodness. All righty. Roderick, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, Bolstered with that, I'm just going to go for broke. Um, Roderick is going to roll a concentration check to cast offensively. I only need a seven to pass. Got a nine. (laughs) Jeez. <laughs> All right, so Roderick successfully cast defensively uh, to cast a spell, and now he gets two attacks. And he's going to spend a swift action to spend another arcane pool point to activate arcane accuracy, which is going to give him a plus three to attack. So he's got a lot of bonuses on this roll. He has a plus eight to hit on each roll. So roll hit number one, 16. Total? Total 16. Miss. All right, Jeez. but attack number two. There we go. Two natural 14s. So that's a 22. 22 hits, exactly. Oh, man. All right. You ready for this, Gary? Sure. So for starters, um, we're going to roll the damage. This is weapon damage? 
one one on the weapon damage. So hold on, <laughs> hold on. So that's one plus three for a strength modifier, plus three for the enhancement bonus. And you know what happens when you have a plus three enhancement bonus, Gary? Bypasses silver. Bypasses silver. Whoa. So Roderick's arcane pool plus the raging song gives his weapon enough magical enhancement to bypass the silver damage reduction. With one point of damage? No, with seven. Oh, okay. One okay. plus six, so seven points of damage. Okay. And on top of that, the spell he cast was Shocking Grasp. So he's going to roll 4d6 for that spell. Total of 8 points of electricity damage, which is really low. I was going to say, how many ones were in there? Two. <laughs> one, one, two, four. But he only, oh. had, he only had five hit points left, so uh, he is dead. Oh, wonderful. So you just electrocuted a corpse. <laughs> yep. He wanted to be sure. <laughs> and we are out of initiative. Oof. So I need more silver. What are these creatures? Renly is going to fall back down here. And as he's doing that, Roderick is going to place his hand where he took the longsword wound from the werewolf and heal himself. What? For seven points, exactly what he took. How'd you heal yourself? So Roderick, as he's doing this, looks at Renly and says, I believe that you and I have a lot to talk about. Hmm. Vivian was just like, Roderick, that's healing magic. Yes, since I left my mother, I have still been practicing trying to mimic her abilities, and this was the first ability that I was able to replicate. Oh, that's thrilling. Yes. I, in fact, can cast it on each of you once per day. Nice. And Renly, you can fly at... Renly... Please. When I'm like this, call me Carrie the One. Yes, I'm glad to ask you about that. (laughs) Carrie the One... <laughs> I carry carry the one? Carry the one. <laughs> oh, you have lost you have thrown Gary at Gary off the deep end. Gary the one. <laughs> I I'm sorry, I don't understand. It's Roderick. a math joke. <laughs> what don't you understand, sweetie? That's funny, Mom. <laughs> Roderick sits down, Indian style, just like looking like he's really thinking about something. <laughs> I need a moment. Take all the time you need, baby. What? Say Roderick. <laughs> what? Carrie. Roderick, can you make me a weapon out of my silver coins? Oh, Mom. Like all seven of them. <laughs> I, I, you're, you're a woman? No, I'm me. I'm so confused. That's okay, sweetie. Lots of people don't understand. Okay, well, you look fabulous. It's something that Thurskill and I shared. We're both beautiful. I agree. What have you done with your hair? <laughs> yeah, so what's going on here, Philip? So, so the original form that you saw, it's very witchy, maleficent. What, what I've based him on is an amalgamation of um, Loki, mm-hmm. Thor's brother, mm-hmm. obviously, and um, uh, Maleficent. Hmm. So what I wanted to do is create a, a bard character. My original idea was like, um, you remember the rooster from uh, Robin Hood? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I was going to do something like that with a, a is it Tengu? Is that yeah. they're called? Yeah. Um, but um, I really, really, really enjoy um, competition shows that, um, that showcase like artistic ability because I like to judge people that are way better than me. <laughs> Um, and uh, Drag Race is where I got the inspiration. Oh, that is so clever. So this character is basically a drag queen. 
<laughs> the magical kind. Yes. A magical drag queen. Yes. More magical than normal drag queens. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So, um, far fiercer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Way fierce. Um, so <laughs> this this character is 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 again the opposite of Thurskill. Well, Thurskill was like very masculine and macho. Um, Renly has a streak of of femininity. Femininity. Um, and he is unlike Thurskill. He's shy. Mm. So when he puts this guy's on, he becomes very you know Sassy. empowered. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically. Uh, I wanted to also bring in those um, transformation scenes from cartoons, like when uh, when when Mumra from Thundercats transforms, or when Sailor yeah, Moon yeah, yeah. transforms. Yeah, just just it's 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 something like it's it's superhero esque, or like uh, uh, the video game, the Persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. It's when all five of the. Power Rangers got together to right. make the Super Zord. It is morphin' time. Yeah. <laughs> and he morphs into this this maleficenty uh, creature. Um, I didn't cast. I didn't say who I cast it as, but um, I cast it as a drag queen named uh, Cameron Michaels. Um, so who is go- Renly cast as? Ca- uh, Cameron the same Michaels. one. Okay. Yeah. The, the Did I say out of drag? Yes. Cameron Michaels. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's both. All right. I Cameron Michaels. That. Yeah. Um, because uh, the, that dude's ripped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tattoos. Ripped. Yes. And 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 um, I took one level of witch with the archetype, the synergist. So mm. Cameron Michaels has a scarab tattoo on his chest, um, and I envisioned uh, um, Renly's familiar, which is a bat, is is the same thing. Mm. So, so he actually carries it with him. Right. His familiar yeah. lives in his chest. And he can unmeld. So if we ever sure. need to use the familiar, he can take it out. But he won't have the wings. Uh, he could still fly because he's a raging flyer. But uh, So he, we could send him ahead. We could have known about this guy. He's <laughs> he's not uh, a good flyer yet, Renly. <clears throat> no, I'm not talking about Renly. I'm talking about the bat. We could have sent the bat ahead to look for things? You could have, but they can't communicate. Ah, got yeah. it. They have an empathic link, but they can't talk to each other. Who'd you say you cast it as? Uh, Cameron Michaels. Yeah, I think this is really good casting for what you're going for, Philip. Uh, that that's that's the inspiration. It yeah. was very cool. Very cool. Well, this will be interesting to play with. Uh huh. <laughs> so Vivian, yeah. so Viv- well, that's fascinating. Vivian has no idea how to respond to any of this. She's she's very polite, and so she's just like, oh, okay, but she doesn't she she she, she doesn't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, something else that I that wanted to, you know, in the backstory in my mind, um, is from Parks and Recreation, uh, Ron Swanson had his dual identity in, uh, uh, <laughs> was it Nate, uh, Nick Silverton or something like no, that? No, it's Nate, Sil- uh, oh, now, that's the guy who does the... Rusty Shackelford? Because <laughs> Nate Silver is the statistics guy. So, um, the it's weapon... Like ultra ego? Duke, Duke Silver? Duke Silver. So Duke I, Silver. Yeah, I also based it on of Parks and Recreation. Um, Ron Swanson has his his alter ego Duke Silver, who is a saxophone player in one town over. You know, he <laughs> he, he secretly he, at night he leaves his tribe and he goes and he performs in taverns and stuff like that. Uh, so this weapon is is that an exotic weapon? The chakram? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't count as exotic. It's a it's a regular. Marshall? I don't I don't know what classification. Be a martial weapon if it's not exotic. Yeah. So it's a regular martial weapon. So I can can I borrow it? 
I mean, you can buy, have have Dorothy make you one. Well, I just want to try it. Okay, a, yeah. A yeah, no, he's not possessive about his weapons. Um, the only weapon that he is possessive about is the hammer because, again... It's well, but Z- Zenobia just hasn't had a chance to practice with one of these, so she so, likes yeah. this. You can you can uh, see his his halberd and his chakram. She doesn't care about the halberd so much, but the chakram fascinates her. Well, that is super fun. So, anything yes. on the bodies? Oh yeah, we have to loot these guys. Or are they naked? Nakedity rampant. I mean, they're clothed and armored. Um, they don't have anything worth taking. Really worth taking. They've got long no swords money. and they have crossbows no money on them do, do they, they have, have a journal no journal nothing like that map tattoos no there's nothing to these guys to take all right um this is my random encounter I are they are they in fact werewolves yes sir roderick drives his sword uh with a sense of finality into each of them horrid creatures they should not exist i agree dead 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 i was well. hoping to bite at least one of you <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have a feeling you'll get another chance. Perhaps. So Vivian wants to, the bat to drag the bodies off the main trail, and just she'll she'll say a last rites prayer over them. And uh, think we want to move on a little bit and make camp, not near the wolves. <laughs> All right, down with that. All right, so you camp for the night. Um, as I'm losing my voice, um, get up the next morning, continue on down the road. You make it, stay on the trail, make it through the afternoon into the evening. Um, and as you are coming up over the crest of a hill in the evening, you see in front of you a caravan stopped along the road in front of you. And as you get closer to this caravan, you notice that the wagons are brightly colored and um, look very unique. They're gaudily painted, and you eventually can read one of the, the, the wagons, and it says, The Crooked Ken." Ustalov's greatest traveling cabinet of curiosities. <laughs> and you see a, a, a group of very strange looking people all sitting around, and they all look concerned. And you see a very, very small man. You see uh, a man dressed in brightly colored striped clothes with a top hat. Uh, you see a bearded woman. Um, we already have Renly. <laughs> Right? It's like, well, this is appropriate that we just introduced Renly. Uh, Renly does not have the beard <laughs> when he's in his drag persona. So you see them as they approach, and they make eyes with you. The gentleman with the top hat sees you, and he flags you down, and we'll pick it up here next week. We're a pretty strange crew ourselves. I mm-hmm. know, but I mean... It's do we a have circus. To, is it two bits of gander? <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe.